Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everyone. It's Jack from Cultaholic, followed by... Followed by... Followed by... The no, wrestling masses follow alongside, us. Alongside, we along- are the beacons of light <laughs> who provide you with the way to the future. Alongside Andrew and Ross, we came in for a bit of flack. Have you seen a no? little <laughs> <On the old> Twitter? <laughs> what? Um, so a tweet's gone out. It's got like seven hundred likes on it. Some bloke did a tweet. It's just a screenshot of the thumbnail from the last video of Gunter and Zach Wright and Matt Cardona. Yeah, but we need to stop Brits from talking about ah, wrestling. I'm oh, like, oh, what? It is funny watching Americans especially go, oh, these Brits on YouTube. Why do they all have to be British? Be more entertaining. Oh, my God. No, it's kicking off. Um, so you're specifically having to go at me, though, not not you two, because that was, oh, yeah, my, that was my pitch. Yeah. It was my pitch. I've responded, but I did it in a in a polite way. Mm. So I didn't want to sound like I was upset, but I was deeply. I you was were like, deeply upset. How did you respond? I said, um, excuse me, old pal. I said, what are you on about? This would be sick. And also whoever came up with it must be so handsome. And then I did two kisses. So he, to try and wind him up, mm. but he hasn't replied. So probably. Oh. Oh. That's Jeremy Wade's biggest fear that when he casts the reel, doesn't get a fish on. I didn't get a fish on. Fish on. That's a fish on. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning back in, everybody. Sorry for the, that's the drama update out of the way. Nice. <laughs> the beef update out of the way. Now we're back to talk about AEW double or nothing. Um, so the card's not, I don't want to be too harsh about AEW, but it's, it's the, I think it's the least excited I've been about an AEW card in quite some time for a big pay-per-view. It feels like the most predictable AEW pay-per-view card for ages. Is that why? Is it because mm. it's predictable? Formulaic. Such right. as me. No, no I, I agree. I'm looking through I it in my head you. now. I'm like, well, MJF's going to win. Cole's going to win. Will Ethan Page's contract oh, be taking control? I mean, that's the biggest issue in the world <laughs> yeah. of wrestling. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Are yeah. you excited? Nah. No, okay. No, All right. No. Okay. <laughs> so well, I, I mean, was like, should I say no? This is a re- we need to be excited about in the fairness, wrestling. We've but, seen mm. we've seen AEW before not have ideal builds, yeah. but then still deliver like Forbidden Door. It's last true. Year. Yeah. So I think the matches are still going to be really good. It's just me. At the moment, you know what I mean. We'll have to wait and see. It's just Ming at the moment. It's did you say me. it's gonna be <laughs> at um, the moment? You know, we're here to try and see what we can do to possibly deliver on an exciting show if we were in charge. Because we're here with nine lovely pitches, Ross, then Andrew, then myself. We'll go in sequence like that three times, and we're left with nine wonderful pitches. But remember, it's not what we think is gonna happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen, happen. Ross. 
Now, in the past, we sometimes do flamboyant pitches that are fanciful and just aren't going to happen ever. But I've just, I'm changing the script today by just doing a no bollocks thing. I'm going Newcastle Brown Ale from the adverts over in America. Newcastle Brown Ale, no bollocks. That's the catchphrase they've got over there. Is that's, it actually? Yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, so my first pitch is Wardlow retains. I'm terrified he's going to lose just because it's Wardlow on a title defense on a big show like this against someone like Christian, who is a bastard. Mm. And he's got Luchasaurus in his corner. Uh, Wardlow, if just in case you don't know, he's in the midst of his third TNT title reign. And just like the other two, even though this one is as we're sat here on, what day is it? The week Wednesday before Double or Nothing. It's 34 days old and it feels like it hasn't really started. Much like the one he had, first of all, which is 136 days before he dropped it to Samoa Joe. That one didn't really get going, did it? And then he won at Revolution this year in March and held it for three days <sighs> before dropping it to Powerhouse Hobbs. QTB. Exactly. On the dynamite after that Revolution pay-per-view in March. Um, so, yeah, AEW have really buggered up Wardlow's booking ever since, well, it was weird, wasn't it, with the MJF flight thing that overshadowed that big win, which was a bit of a shame, even though I think the story would have ended in that same way with him destroying MJF. Yeah. But it was overshadowed by stuff going on outside the ring. Other stuff have gone on, but they've really made a mess of like getting Wardlow to a certain point and then the, mo- uh, the, the sort of momentum stopping, if you want. Mm. So I'm just pitching that Wardlow gets a massive big win. Because I'm sick of seeing Wardlow get there, and instead of going to there, he goes, wee! Yeah. <laughs> the, it, was, it was already off to a bad start immediately after that MJF win when his next feud was against the 20 lawyers. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. It was. That, and that was the thing for the longest time was they were like, well, I don't really know what to do. Let's just put 20 people we don't know into a ring with Wardlow so we can chuck them, them about. Yeah. You beat all of them. Well, that's the, yeah. 20 guys. Mm. It's like in... This is a computer game reference. like in Street Fighter when you've just beaten... 10 or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're beating up a car in the next level why am I beating up a car it's true other people seem to like the car the car thing is good it's, people like the yeah, car yeah. thing right it doesn't really work no I agree Ross yeah um, it's a yes from me although I will say that I don't think it, I don't think Christian would be like the worst choice for TNT champion because he's so entertaining and it would just make him even more egotistical and more of a dick but the damage that will be done to Wardlow outweighs the benefit of mm, Christian that champion. was the so, thing because like Christian can still be a turtle necked prick <laughs> we didn't need the belt without the title yet, yeah, so, yeah. so it's Wardlow a big it's a big it. yes from me yeah if it comes it's a if, oh, I shouldn't have stopped the sentence there uh, yes if it comes at the detriment of Christian <laughs> uh, sorry of like? Wardlow I, I just said, said yeah, was, I just said rude. yes if it comes and then I trailed off that didn't even else. your dirty mind um, man. so there we go but yeah if it comes at the detriment of Wardlow um, as Jack was saying I think Christian would be a great TNT champion but it, we don't need that to happen right now um, it, it's so weird because I feel like Sort of for the longest time when we were getting the Wardlow turn and he was going against MJF, a lot of us were talking about Wardlow potentially even being like the next big thing yeah. within AEW. Well, and that's it, what they'd set him up to be. Yeah, exactly. It, it, and it just doesn't feel like that at the moment. And it's such a shame because, I mean, it's come at the hands of the booking and other things outside the ring, as you were saying, with the if, MJF If stuff, this so. was real life... It would be absolutely criminal that Wardlow wouldn't have had a title shot yet because the champion is a lad who he absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. It's a big yet. Two yeses, yes. Ross. Big Get in. Get in. Up me percentage, Polly, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's pointed out that Polly didn't take any Tom videos into account. Apparently, he's been on pictures. Well, yeah. He's not one of the big three, is he? <laughs> in the pitchers' world. Let's be honest, everyone. Right. In the this pi- is not the just, not just in the videos, but in the pitchers' world. <laughs> wow. If anyone else out there is doing any pitches, we're the big three. Because I'm pretty sure... Wait, Fraser's probably done some as well, hasn't he? And Fraser I'm sure no. Uh, he would not... never be allowed. There must have been. <laughs> never. <laughs> he would never be allowed. <laughs> Imagine the arrogance that would come out on pitches videos with <laughs> I don't even want to comprehend that <laughs> who's the Mount Rushmore of pitches it's us three 
Yeah. Oh well, Sam obviously. Oh, Sam, Sam yeah, of course, the, of course, of course. Yeah. The other day, yeah. Just in case you missed it, there's uh, Polly uh, emailed our cult holic wrestling podcast mailbag and put stats together from the previous five years mm. of pitches videos up until about WrestleMania season this year. Um, yeah, it's, it was good. It, it was, was really, really good. good. Really good. What a research went into. Um, it. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Polly sees it because it was actually. They'll be looking out for it on a podcast. I'm like, no, it's on oh, the no, pitch. Oh, no, I'll let Polly know. Yeah. Polly has seen him. Polly Good. has said that next WrestleMania, she'll be back with an updated version. Wow. Which is, if we're still in business by then, I think to look forward to. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> yes. Second pitch, please. Uh, Ross was talking, obviously, there about being, getting straight to the point. I like me bloody lavish ones, don't I? I've rinsed different my strokes hair. for different folks. I've shampooed my hair. I've conditioned it. I don't have any hair. Here we go. We're heading straight to the 21-man Blackjack Battle Royale for Orange Cassidy's AEW International Championship. So, so far, uh, as we're recording this, I believe the confirmed participants for this are Orange Cassidy, obviously, QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Powerhouse Hobbs. QTV, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's massive. Immediately, the odds are stacked against Cassidy right out of the gate as it's these four men who kick off the proceedings. And this is the narrative throughout the entire match. Much like uh, that of many of his defenses with the international title, Cassidy is constantly on the back foot, but manages to surprise us by getting the upper hand on his opponents, right? Only, this time it feels like Cassidy, he can't catch a break. And this is a nerd one. You were talking about the video game reference before. I've said, much like that of Spider-Man having to face some of his deadliest foes at once with the Sinister Six, right? This match is full of Cassidy's past title defense opponents. Who are it? Is it Green Goblin? Green Goblin, yeah, th- that's who he's gone against before. Craven, uh, Craven's in now. There's different iterations. Oh, of the I hate superheroes. No, no. Why no, is no, there no. so many different bits? Because Mysterio. Mysterio's in there. Yes. Is Craven in there or yeah, not? Yeah, Craven's is Craven, been, Craven in there? has been in there before. Okay. <laughs> lizard man. <laughs> Just a lizard. He's in. He, he is. He's been part of it. Venom. Before. Venom. May have been the part vulture? of it. Vulture's you're been part wait, uh, of it. The no. Sandman. You're telling me Venom's not part I know. of this. Well, Venom's because kind of a tweener. Somebody... Yeah. Oh, Venom's kind of good. He's a bit Venom's of like a the dark side an of the Spider-Man. Well, he means he well, be... but then the the symbiote takes control of him. He means well man. now. He means well. He's a good it's boy. Spider-Man now. on a night out. He's a good boy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the alcohol takes Yeah, that's exactly what Venom is. Right. Sorry. I'll get back to the pitch now. Right. So it's full of Cassidy's past title defense opponents. So you've got Roosh. The Butcher, Preston Vance, Buddy Matthews, Kip Sabian, even perhaps a returning pack lizard in this whole man. thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> The yeah. Lizard Man. Pack sounds good. And uh, a surprise Will Ospreay, maybe, joining the fray. It's an intense, high-paced How match. How do you do that? United Empire hand symbol, it is. I don't know. Will! Will! But then there's Will. more bits. Is it that? It's that! I've done it! He's done... All right, Will. Calm down. <laughs> It's an intense, high-paced match with plenty of twists and turns. Cassidy can't even rely on his best friends as Trent tries to sneakily throw his oh. bezzy mate over the top rope when his back is turned because he wants that title belt. And he's also uh, challenged for it before as well. So I'm just saying. Oh. Uh, it's chaos and we bloody love it, I said. So Cassidy, spent, battered and bruised, manages to claw his way through the opposition. There's two remaining entrants yet to be revealed. And as Cassidy stands on one side of the ring, on the other side, we see Pac and Cassidy's former best friend in the Blackpool Combat Club, Wheelie Utah. Now, I've booked myself a bit weird because as I was writing this, I was like, oh, he's also in a match later on in the night. But let's just <laughs> say this. Is he in the Anakin Arena match? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say this. This match takes place first. 
and the anarchy in the arena match takes place later. And he just Therefore, was for both they love punishment. But the BCC would never. They're a glutton for punishment. They're a no, tactical they? set of scoundrels. No, 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 no. They like wrestling. <laughs> they like bloody wrestling. There is no way that Danielson would allow one of his soldiers to tie themselves out before this I'm anarchy in the arena match. Yes, he would. Because okay. he's, he's, he wants them to go through the trials and tribulations. Nope. so Wheeler, Uter and Pack have formed a brief alliance to take out this joke of a champion so they can have a real one-on-one conclusion in this bout, right? But before the two allied wrestlers proceed to team against the champion, out comes another former international champion and current Ring of Honor pure champion. Wait, another former... Oh, sorry, another former international champion challenger and current... Occurring of a pure champion. Katsuyori Shibata. Yes. Who aligns himself with Cassidy due to the animosity Yuta harbors towards Shibata for taking away his pure title. And Cassidy and Shibata are previously friends because yes. he tried on the sunglasses all yep, the time. Yeah, exactly. There we go. The four main clashing we see the heels in this scenario actually take control thanks to some underhanded tactics, knowing they can't go strike for strike with Shibata. And just as Pat calls out for Yuta to pick up the downed opponents with the intent of throwing them over the top rope, out comes the final battle royal entrant, a returning Kanosuke Takeshita, because Takeshita was taken out by the BCC. So this rattles Yuta, especially with the attack that the BCC launched on Konosuke a few weeks ago, and distracts him long enough for Cassidy and Shibata to regain some momentum. They toss Pack and Yuta over the top rope onto the apron. Cassidy hits a running orange punch that connects with Pack and takes the Jody boy out, leaving Yuta all on his own. As Takeshita enters the ring, Cassidy knows that Konosuke will be out for some kind of redemption, so he steps to the side to allow Takeshita the elimination. But Konosuke insists it should be the champion after everything Cassidy has been through in this match. Orange, he just shrugs it off and he runs towards the ropes looking to hit the orange punch that will take out the former uh, Ring of Honor pure champion. But no... Yuta leans out of the way and hangs Cassidy up on the top rope. Shibata sees this and tries to reach for Wheeler, but the BCC member holds Cassidy in like a front face like over the rope. He gets his legs up and he gets his legs wrapped around Shibata's neck as well. Yeah. Oh, it's all Why tactical. are you delivering this directly it's to me? Okay, well, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. Right. That's why I'm <laughs> well, looking each way now, right? Suddenly, all three opponents are teetering on the ropes in a fight to avoid elimination, all whilst... Kanosuke looks on, he looks at the crowd, he sees his opportunity, and he shrugs before hoisting up Cassidy and Shibata. They all three of the people oh go over the top oh rope, effectively eliminating all of the opponents and becoming the new international champion. Wait, He's which so- one's... Who? Who becomes the champion? Who's in Kines- the ring? Kanosuke. Takeshita. Right, Takeshita, right. yeah. I was confused. I thought they'd all eliminate themselves simultaneously. No, 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 no. He's still so in the he's ring. He's eliminated yeah, yeah, all three of them, got right? He's celebrating in the ring, and as Yuta retreats up the ramp, he gives Takeshita a little bit of a passing glance, and maybe things all go on over to the next pitch. Who knows? Oh! Oh, it's all interwoven, connected. That was a long-winded I mean, way yeah, to say no. that Got no Kinosuke issues wins it. the right, match. So yes for me, I guess. I've got no issues with it. It was dramatic. I've realized you really, you, you're really good because you pay attention to all this undercard stuff that's easy to just go, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's because I wasn't struggling to think of pitches. That's why they... (laughs) (laughs) I really like the pitch, Andrew, but I'm going to give it a no. Just because in my mind, I've got a thing I want for the end of the international title reign of Orange Cassidy. And it has to take place on international soil. Oh, in Wembley. In Wembley, in my humble opinion. And that's... Because I've I've been called out before in the comments for... um, 
for using that as a reason to say no to something. But apparently you can want more than one thing. But yours is so powerful that it, it makes every other option I've got rubbish. the opponent in mind. I've got oh, the match finish in right. mind. I want what I want. Oh, but you're not letting us know until... No, because oh. we'll do a pitch video for yeah, that. Yeah. exactly. That's good. <laughs> That's too good. That's good. I mean, it's obvious, isn't Unf- it? No, unfortunately, one of mine might just be that idea. We can want the same My third thing. one. Mm. But it might be today now that, that won't I stop it. me in the all-out oh, pitches video. Right. Okay. I'll be here first. That's why I've sit over here. Um... My, I'm going straight in with the main event. The, well, I assume it's going to be the main event. The title match, the four pillars match. Yeah. Uh, I've said here, I have a worry about the main event and it's about the way it's set up because MJF's probably going to win and absolutely should win. But I'm worried about where that leaves the other three pillars. Yes, only one of them is going to suffer the kind of the knock of being pinned or submitted by MJF. But I think this is a unique situation where even the two not involved in the finish will also be harmed. How oh, have I written that? That's because, check it. <laughs> Well, that's because check it MJF won't just win the match you know that his promos for the next however many weeks are going to include lines about how he's the best of all the pillars he's the only pillar he's the whole foundation now and all that sort of stuff he's going to bury the other three pillars he won't be able to help himself so my solution is to nip that behavior in the bud straight away. Oh. MJF wins the match and celebrates in a daze because everyone's taken so much out of each other they're all shattered everyone else has helped away from the ring all four men have taken each other to the limit. But once again, that dastardly MJF has come out on top. He puts the belt around his waist and slowly starts to shake off the effects of the match, taunting the crowd. Maybe Jungle Boy's family are there with all their hair. Maybe Ty Condi was there to support Sammy. Maybe MJF even flips the bird high into the rafters where Darby's father, Sting, is watching on. But wait, as all this is going on, A car reverses down the ramp. Out gets a figure in a balaclava who steps into the ring and blindsides MJF with a crowbar straight to the back of the knee. MJF screams in pain but gets locked in a sleeper hold and choked unconscious. He's dragged into the boot or the trunk, as Americans say of the car, which gets slammed shut, and the masked figure drives away. The show ends with the AEW world champion kidnapped and Tony Khan running out onto the Las Vegas strip after them going, no, wait, my belt, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the show ends. Tune in on Tony Schiavone's obviously like, we'll have to on Dynamite. That's a great point, Taz. Yeah. <laughs> so... They, they, to be continued, so pitch number oh. two is going to... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yes from me because it's shades of NXT. <laughs> it's PD. That's an insult. It's a bad, to- no, it's no, a bad thing. It's, no, it's, a bad it's not. There's, that's, <laughs> NXT, as we all know, is wrestling at its best. It's, it's, it's fantastic storytelling and pretty deadly. I've gone through a similar thing recently, and I think that's a fantastic way to end the show. Thank you. Who did it in the end? Then we'll find out in part two. Oh, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. So it's a yes from me because I'm on the well. edge of my seat at the moment. Lovely. Wanting to know who who was. I uh, was struggling as well. So, but but don't worry because I'm not just split one into two. I've also included a different aspect of Double or Nothing in Pitch 2, which then ties back into the first one. So nice. I've not, I've not shortchanged any of the viewers here. Don't worry. Mm. Uh, Ross, your second pitch, please. Uh, I'm going to FTR versus, and I've called them J&J Obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Mark Briscoe as the special guest referee. So basically, we're getting to the closing <laughs> stages of the match. <laughs> we're getting to the closing stage of the match. It looks like FTR are going to get a good and competitive win on this paper of you as they should do yeah. Jeff Jarrett has a couple of near falls and that's as close as J&J obscurity <laughs> I've got <laughs> the massive upset but then we see the big old shatter machine nailed by FTR and Mark Briscoe does goes down for the count it's oh, a one ref, it's a two uh, and he stops no uh, what what the 
hell? What the hell are you doing, Mark? Screams Excalibur, who cannot believe what he has just witnessed. Following this, Mark pulls a hip flask of white lightning, or whatever the bollocks that moonshine stuff is called out of his pocket, and he goes, right in the eyes of FTR Bold. FTR Bold stumbles back, and he's only fallen straight into a stroke. The Jeff Jarrett kind, <laughs> not a shoot stroke. I could have written that better, sorry. A Jeff Jarrett stroke. It's the stroke! No. Jeff Jarrett, who is the legal man, goes down for the count and Mark does it pretty quickly. One, no. two, three. Oh. JJ Obscurity win. Jeff Jarrett is a champion in AEW in 2023. The world melts. All that goodwill that's been coming back to FTR since FTR Bold stopped doing his propaganda podcast uh, will make this one hell of a moment. <laughs> oh, I like CM Punk. Oh, bring CM Punk back. Oh, Shove it up your ass, FTR oh, Bold. Oh, come on. <laughs> and then we can even set up on a journey of FTR, getting the titles back, which is a compelling story enough, or have a new up-and-coming babyface tag team go after J&J, who will get a few wins, but eventually lose because that'll be good that jeff jarrett can create a feeling like unlike anyone else in aw that feeling of dread when he's about to win a match and just to see him win on a premium of sorry a pay-per-view premium and then he said the bad words there um in this year of all years would be fantastic in my opinion man Oh, man. I'm going to give you a yes. What? He's a sick man. I'm a sick man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you why as well. I'm enjoying the uh, the little bits that they've been doing on the farm. I think they've been really yes. entertaining. Genuinely very, very entertaining. Um, and why? I also feel like it's going to go that way. I feel like yeah, something's going to happen, and I think that the, the bad boys are going to pick up the win. Guys. Is that a huge scope from your that's predictions? Like, that's a huge... Well, actually, well, I'm not doing the predictions. It's Team oh, AEW it's that are doing the, the predictions. Lads, it? Who well, you'll find out about. Yeah, yeah, they don't know yet. Uh, don't could know be me yet. and Jack, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it could be. It could be. Um, you see, you keeping them... You're keeping them intrigued. Uh, yeah, I, I can... I shouldn't have laughed when you said that. <laughs> I think that something like this is very much going to happen. A swerve to end I, all swerve. I think the swerve is going to be, you know, AW enjoy a swerve that we never really bought anyway. So, like, the, I think the swerve will be, no, they've convinced Mark Briscoe to, oh, he's a good guy, really. Oh, I, I should, I should say, my, my pitch stems from the, the shoot blinding that FTR mm. Bold went through. Yeah, he yeah. Hit the, <laughs> shoot, the shoot blinding. He got moonshine yeah. through in his eyes. Is it yeah. white lightning, whatever it's called? It's whatever probably it is, moonshine, good. isn't it? Because yeah. they're, they're on the ranch. Potent. Yeah. yeah. I am um, on, on my big walk. I did some a shot of moonshine. Did you? Who did you get that from? I don't know if I should Imagine name the establishment. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine walking um, in a field and you see a man. It was, a, <laughs> it was in a place called Hayden Bridge in the Tyne Valley. Oh. And the woman behind the bar, I was I was staying above the pub. Mm. And um, I went, I'll have one more drink, but I'm going to go to bed soon. And she went, if you want something to knock you out, <laughs> have a shot of this moonshine. Wow. Did she give you a percentage? I asked what the percentage was. And... She went, this is homebrewed? I was Elite. like, oh, oh Christ. <laughs> and it burned my throat. I thought you were going to say you were just walking through a field. And you know when, like... Oh, the, uh, have some you, you know, and, like, the, you get a bathtub in a field as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. they go and drink... Brewing the, the moonshine. Yeah, like, the cows and the horses go to drink and stuff. There you go. <laughs> oh, a so trough. Yeah. Oh. Well, sometimes it's just a bath. Have you never seen it in a field before? I'm from I'm from a, a metropolitan area. So like, you're thinking home. of Father Ted when they're getting punished. No, you're, like, you're a village boy, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, when I used to go uh, with my dad to the apple farm. Apple scrumping. Sometimes, yeah, the, yeah. We used to go apple scrumping all the time. Oh. Oh. I think maybe one time we did that. Okay, yeah. But no, so you get bathtubs sometimes in like the uh, in the fields. That's what they used to. Yeah. Dispose of backpackers and also feed <laughs> yeah, them. Absolutely, yeah. Because there was part of that walk where I felt vulnerable. I thought if really? something happens to me out here, no one will ever find me. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we? Oh, it's a, it's a no for me, unfortunately. 
Damn it. Because I just I just don't want to see FTR lose those belts yet. I think it'd be funny. It is quite it would be funny. to lose the belts. But um I'd rather see them have another title reign with good matches and that. And um, and I also find Mark Briscoe a really natural babyface. He's just quite funny, but mm. also he's got heart and yeah, I just I I I understand though that if it does happen, it'll be really hilarious. So. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have to turn heel though, Mark, does he? It's just a one-off occurrence. <laughs> Getting his own back. Yeah. It was the moonshine Well, talking, he deserved you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to you, sorry. I was it's me. Say. Yeah, no, it's all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, so this is a bit of a continuation from my first pitch. So we're going towards the Anarchy in the Arena match between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned there that as, as I was writing this one, I realized that I put you to as a featured yeah, part yeah. of that battle royale. But here we go. There's times happened and recoveries and that. Yes. Mm. Good. Um, so as we're most likely expecting, it's bloody. It's brutal. There's lots of barbed wire, barbed wire mops, barbed wire kettles and toasters, barbed wire horses. You name it. This match <laughs> has everything wrapped mm. in barbed wire. Uter and Claudio eventually split off and brawl with the Young Bucks into the backstage area as Moxley and Danielson tackle the reunited Kenny and Hangman in the ring. Now, there's a few moments where Paige and Omega are trying to find their footing again. It's been a while since they've danced this dance together as a team. <laughs> and this causes them to slip up every now and then, allowing for Moxley and Brian to gain the advantage. As we see the heels take control, the camera and Titantron cut backstage to keep up with the chaos ensuing between the other members of each team. However, instead of seeing these four fellas clobbering one another, we see, oh, it's that age-old trope. We see a set of doors that have been chained shut, and Claudio's on the outside. He's furiously trying to get in, right? So from what we assume, he's got to help his stablemate because Yuta's in there with the Young Bucks. What's going on there? Who's done this? Who's right. chained the door in the first place? Right. What is going on? Is there a ref in there? Do falls count anywhere? Uh, I, I thought, because wasn't it in the last one that they pinned the in the, the ring? ring. Okay, right. I felt oh, like. Yeah, Maybe, I don't know. Uh, there you go. But well, I'm saying oh, it's going to yeah, happen yeah, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, so after <coughs> failing to penetrate, careful now, the doors, the Swiss Superman cuts his losses and instead decides, decides to head back to the ring to join John Moxley and Brian Danielson. After all, it's still a three-on-two advantage for the Blackpool Combat Club. So knowing that no, the numbers are against them at this point, Omega and Hangman know they must bring the magic they once had, and that's exactly what they do. It's like a Matrix film with the three BCC members surrounding Paige and Kenny like the dastardly Agent Smiths of the story. The baby faces tap into the chemistry that we've missed so much. Paige is launching off Kenny's back to hit bookshop lariats. It's crazy. The crowd's <laughs> going mental to see this finally happen again. And then... With Castagnoli thrown to the outside, Kenny and Hangman get ready to hit like a, I'm thinking like a V-trigger bookshot combo wombo, V-trigger to the back, bookshot to the front um, on both Moxley and Danielson to take them out for the count. When all of a sudden they're getting ready to do that move? Hurtling from atop the entranceway and down the ramp come the lifeless bodies of Matt and Nick Jackson. They're covered What's in happened? Blood. They were What's locked, happened? They were separated by a locked door. They, they were separated by a... I'm glad you brought that up, Jack. Right. Thank you That's very right. much for bringing it up. This catches the attention of Hangman and Kenny. They're friends in a horrific state as Wheeler Utah <clears throat> slowly struts back into the arena. Yeah, he's a key part of the night, face. isn't he? Oh my God, he's the player in all of this. <laughs> He's got a smirk on his face and the book's blood smeared across his chest. But Utah isn't the... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Only one walking down towards the ring. Oh, no! is not far behind Yuta. Brandishing that patented BCC screwdriver is the newly crowned international champion and member of the Blackpool Combat Club. How have they got him? Kenosuke Takeshi. I know how they've got him. I know how they've got him. Tell us, Andy. Kenny can't believe what's unfolding before his eyes, but oh, with no. a baby face. I don't know how they've got him. I was going to say Don Callis, but no, he's he's, he's on his own. Oh, yeah. he turned on. He's cast adrift. He's cast adrift. Well, we can speculate after. All right. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Kenny can't believe what's unfolding before his eyes, but with a baby face is distracted. This gives Claudio enough time to sweep Hangman from his bookshop placement to the outside. Moxley signals for Claudio to get something out from under the ring. It's a bloody chain, everybody. Oh. My goodness. Yep. Moxley wants to mirror what Hangman did to him at the end of their Texas death match at Revolution, where he just hung him against the ropes and hoid him up. Do you remember? Yeah, and then yeah, Moxley yeah. tapped out. Ooh, it was a scene. Was. Danielson also <laughs> manages to tie Omega's arms up in the rope too, and as the cleaner can do nothing but watch on as his friend gets choked out whilst Takeshita draws ever closer with the screwdriver. Danielson embraces Takeshita when he finally makes his way to the ring, steps aside, and calls for Konosuke to complete his first First test, viciously attacking Kenny with the weapon as the match concludes. So Takeshita's there, stabbing Kenny's head with a screwdriver. Moxley's there, hanging Hangman over the rope. That's it's a bad. visual. Kanosuke yeah. Takeshita, we saw before, when before he got attacked, he was like, no, don't use the screwdriver on Moxley, Kenny Omega. Don't do that. That would be mean of you to do that. Something was happening there. Something was happening, and it's leading me to believe that Kanosuke Takeshita will turn to the Blackpool Combat Club. Right. Well, that's interesting. And halfway through your pitch, I was like, this is going to be a no from me. Yeah. It was when it seemed like the elite were going to win. Mm. Because I don't know how the general AW fan base feel, but I know me and Ross struggle to get on board with the elite as heroes. Mm. They, I like Hangman. He's yeah. he's my hero. <laughs> he's but, my hero. But... There is there is crap friends, mm. and I don't care that he's back with them. Gone. We are the elite. I'm like, ah, oh, they were nasty to you. They were nasty to him. Um, but 
and part of why maybe this card hasn't excited me so much is because I can just I'd be surprised if the BCC don't get comprehensively beaten by the elite. Yeah. They all go, we're the elite. Well, I think the BCC will win because they'll, oh, be, they'll, be bl- they'll bloody, bloody, bloody and gutty, gutty won't Bloody they? and gutty, yeah. Uh, I think they'll tie uh, it over and then they'll add someone to their team. Okay, and right. that's when mm. the elite will be heroes. Right. Because yes. <laughs> they'll bring a bushy back. Oh. oh. But, um, but uh, the ending there was darker than I expected. Oh, yeah. More grisly. It's got to be, you know what and I mean? And for that reason, it's a yes. Thank you. It's a yes from me as well, Andy. But the burning question is, what does this mean for Don? Because Don's been chaperoning Kanosuke for a little while. Don has now left the Elite, left but Kenny Omega. But this Don didn't actually tell us why he turned on Kenny Omega the other week. No, he no, didn't but get he's, still has, with, did he's still he? pals with Takeshita, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe this is, like, all part of... No way, What's he stabbed him with a screwdriver, screwdriver, man. Screwdriver. Knee way. Knee way, So you're saying there's a possibility that Callis could join the BCC in a, a regal role? Yes. Or no? Or yes? Well, oh, sort of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what I mean. All oh, right. Oh, 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 That would be a super duper yes from me. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sorry, in my head there, I was like Are thinking. Okay? I, in my head, for some reason, I was thinking that Omega was part of the BCC, mm-hmm. and that God, I'd be like, "Now Takeshita and Kenny are on the same side. That doesn't work." No, no, but obviously no, no, they're not. No. They're on opposite yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's an even bigger yes from me. Thank as well. you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so my last one ended with the end of Double Nothing and MJF getting kidnapped. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go earlier in the night back to Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in the unsanctioned match. Cole almost has the match won, but oh, by the way, this is the most Andrew pitch I've ever written. Oh, I've <laughs> wrote some promos in this. Oh, um, <laughs> um, Cole almost has the match won, but the JAS run out to help because it's unsanctioned. There's no rules. Roddy Strong tries to help turn the tide, but there's too many of them until a conflicted Kyle O'Reilly th- thinks, ah, and he runs out to help Adam Cole as well. He's back. He's back. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's been missing. Don't worry. It's a surprise. Don't worry, because it doesn't really factor into the rest. I just needed oh. a bit of drama in the match itself. Nice. Kyle doesn't feature in the rest of the pitch. So. Bobby Fish comes mm. out instead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing real kicks like real men do. <laughs> they fight the JAS off, and it's down to Cole versus Jericho once again. But as Cole goes to finish him off, in all this commotion, Jericho sneakily got the baseball bat in hand. Bang! One, two, but Cole's foot is draped, draped limply over the bottom rope. He hangs on. Jericho goes crazy. He can't believe it. The match continues, and eventually Cole wins, looking very strong and heroic and cool in the process. Because Cole's been built up as like, I mean, everyone assumes he's going to be the one to take it off MJF. Mm. But I don't know if actually... Really? Yeah. It's... Apparently they cut a promo from a recent, uh, was it Rampage or Dynamite? Yeah, that they... It was when, you know when MJF slapped the mic out of Renee's hand? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That was apparently meant to be originally a promo featuring all four members, of the, all four pillars, and then Britt Baker was going to go, uh, someone else you're all forgetting, baby. And oh. people went, oh, that makes it too clear that mm. Cole's going to be the next challenger. But he might also be the next one to take it off, MJF. Oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> but really, they've, really been, they've really been focusing on him as like, he's the face of that new reality show. He's come, His comeback was treated like it was the biggest deal in the world when they were like, this mm. is the show and Adam Cole's going to come back. Hmm. I think CM Punk will be the next one to take some. Think? I think it really? will be as well. Potentially. Oh, I think yeah. CM Punk will win the AW Collision Championship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, maybe not then. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it. No, However, it would make sense. It, Cole yeah. being there, yeah. Well, in this match anyway, Cole looks really strong. He's just beaten Jericho. He's survived the baseball bat and all that. On Dynamite, Adam Cole comes to the ring, and he should be in a celebratory mood but he's not. He gets on the mic. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? Andrew, I am. And I've written Andrew Hodkinson is beside himself because he loves himself I some Adam Cole. I yeah. myself some Adam Cole. The story this week, 
is that Tony Khan agreed to meet with him to discuss something very important at tonight's show. But guess what? Tony Khan's been avoiding me all night, Adam Cole says. Um, so Cole's come out here and he wants Tony out here right now. Here comes Tony Khan. He looks nervous and shaky. It's a normal night as far as we can tell. But he, <laughs> but he gets in the ring and Cole says, Tony, you promised me and Jericho that whoever won our match would be next in line for the AEW World Championship. But since I won that match, <laughs> you've been avoiding me ever since. He hands Tony the mic waiting for an answer. And Tony says, look, I know what I promised, but I don't know if you've noticed, we don't have an AEW World Champion right now. He's missing. Because he got kidnapped oh, yeah, at the game. Yeah, yeah. Just then, the Tron flickers into life, and we see MJF tied to a chair with tape over his mouth, and the balaclavered man is with him. He removes the balaclava to reveal it's Eddie Kingston. Oh, he, looks, God. he looks wild-eyed oh. and desperate. I thought you were going to say die, Jack, with that set. <laughs> Eddie says, Tony Khan making shady deals with people behind the rest of the locker room's back and then going back on those promises, something's never changed, do they? Oh! Um... Sorry, Adam Cole, nothing personal. This isn't anything to do with you, but I have some demands of my own for Tony Khan. And I don't want more money. I don't want a new contract. I don't even want to take half the roster and set up my own brand on TNT. I just want the title shot that I've been overlooked for time and time again. Because never mind, the, I looked at when Eddie Kingston's last title shot was. It was when Moxley was the champion. It was like wow. way, but yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Lockdown thing. I think so, yeah. <sighs> I think he beat him with a bulldog choke, maybe. Ah, with, with, maybe with barbed wire. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was a long time ago, anyway. For someone as popular as Eddie Kingston, I find that quite mad. Um, he carries on because never mind the fact that I'm the one these fans relate to more than anybody, and never mind the fact that I stay away from all the politics and tell it like it is, and never mind the fact that I'm the only real thing about this horrible, treacherous industry. I'm not even a thought in the back of Tony's mind. I'm shipped off to Ring of Honor. Well, now I'm back. And Tony, if you ever want to see this title again, I because he's got MJF there with him, I want a shot at it. In the ring, Tony is crestfallen. He looks a bit like he did at the all-out press conference when CM Punk was being nasty. <laughs> he sadly agrees to Eddie's demands, and Cole in the ring is horrified. He points at Tony, and even though he's not on the mic anymore, we clearly hear, hear him saying, you lied to me, Tony, you lied. Meanwhile, on the Tron, Eddie goes behind the camera that's like, set up and tilts it up slightly before we hear him get in a car and drive off. And with the camera now pointing up a bit, we see that MJF is sat under a road sign in the Nevada desert because it was in Las Vegas. He's driven him out into the desert. Oh. Apparently, it's called the Mojave Desert, actually. Oh, Mojave. Mojave. It gives away his location like the road sign says, yeah. whatever. And Tony frantically is like telling his road agents, I'll get people out there, recover MJF and the belt, obviously. And they all head to the back. Cole is left alone in the ring, angry and crestfallen. And this sets up Kingston versus MJF, because I think, I've, like a long time now, I've thought that Kingston should be the one to beat MJF, and that just looks like it's less and less likely as the months go on and Eddie gets further away from, like, seemingly Tony's booking plans, and I think that's really sad. Yeah. And um, that, that Tony should... Um, kind of swallow his pride and get Eddie Kingston back in. But I'm a very big fan of Eddie Kingston's unbiased. But this sets up Eddie versus MJF. And then, if Eddie were to beat MJF and become the new champion, a vengeful Adam Cole comes back as a heel, maybe, because he's had the promise gone back on. And I just think Adam Cole works way better when he's a heel. Mm. I, I like him as this cool baby face and everything, but he's nothing on heel, Adam Cole. No. 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 It's weird. It, I find it weird because he seems like the nicest guy as it is anyway when he's not, when he's, you know, not In real the life, he seems stuff. like the yeah. nicest man. Yeah, Genuinely. Yeah. But like, and it, I'm not saying I don't buy him as a baby face, but it's because I think he is so good as a heel. Like, it doesn't, it feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, he's so 
so charming, isn't he? Is he is such a charming yeah, boy. Man. Uh, it gets a yes from me. Oh. I thought it was beautifully, beautifully Maybe pitched. by the time Cole finally comes back as a heel, then he can have Kyle with him. Yeah. He can have the boys. That would be good. Back together. Yeah. I, I never know how they do that without having to like physically twist. Lots their of people can do that just without having to. Yeah. But yeah, undis- He's got it. Or they can't be called that, can they? No. The boom, the the boom squad. The boom squad. The boom squad. Town. The boom town. The boom town. I was trying to think of a rhyme for. They rats, don't like Mondays. The boom town graps. Um, Joel, <laughs> we have found our thumbnail pitch. MJF in the chair, <laughs> Eddie Kingston looking evil. Please do that to appease the Americans who hate the These honest, hard-working Brits. Need to stop booking <laughs> wrestling. So there's the thumbnail pitch. It's a big yes. You're a partner oh, away thank from you. being perfect. Oh, wow. In the pro, in the pro High praise. Partner. He loves a partner. <laughs> hey, Tony, partner. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought when you did the, the camera thing and you tilted it up and it showed where yeah, uh, it was, I think it yeah, was, yeah. I immediately thought about, uh, have you seen uh, The Dark Knight before where Batman's got to choose yes, who he goes to like, go and oh, get? Oh, there's a bus that's going to blow up or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've got TNT all around it. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got to go and get MJF's him in one bit, but the belt's over here <laughs> yeah. and Tony has to choose. He'd choose the belt. <laughs> no one would choose MJF. Um, <laughs> Ross, your third pitch, please. Um, so we find ourselves now in the midst of the Blackjack Battle Royale, and I don't right. know how the entrances are going to work for this one, uh, but mysteriously, as we're waiting for the next entrance, I'm going to assume they're going to come out one by one. We hear a little bit of Sam Smith on the speakers inside the arena. <laughs> Mummy, don't know! What? Powers, getting hot at the body shop, doing something unholy. Powerhouse Hobbs has had the car <laughs> that Wardlow destroyed down at the garage, getting all oh. kinds of dizzy rascal. He's been fixing it up, and it's looking sharp, everybody. Now, <laughs> This time I'm pitching that every single member of QTV are in the ring, even the random people who pop up on the segments that aren't even named. Oh, the Australian lady. Brown he- no, no, that's uh, that's that's her. Um, <laughs> she has been named. Harvey, Harvey, I'm going to say Harvey. Harvey Bonds. <laughs> Harvey Quinn. Harvey Quinn. Got it's there in too the end. similar to the character Harvey Quinn, it isn't is it? It is very yeah. similar. It might actually be, uh, it might actually be Har- yeah. Harley, whatever she's called. She's... <laughs> Not in the ring, but the random brown-haired man who's mm. going, that's yeah. funny. He's, they're all that's in the ring. That's QT Marshall, he's the leader of QTV. Uh, they're all in the ring. Everything to do with QTV, their television, their polo shirts, the hard drives cluttered with dark, dark content. Oh. Everything associated with QTV is in the ringside, is in the ring alongside high-flying and nimble men who can dodge out of the way of stuff flying at them very quickly. Indeed, that's a crucial point as well, because it's not going to just be QTV, it's going to be other wrestlers mm. as well. Mm. Uh, we also want an elevated ramp for this pitch, so you know how AEW sometimes, well, most, I don't think premium live events again. What's wrong with this? <laughs> Pay per views have the ramp that goes down, then flat. Not the one that goes straight. Which goes one's down. this one? This that, is the down know. one. Yeah, this is a down okay, one. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, so we need that one. So the elevated ramp starts going beep. Oh. Lifting up like a garage door, um, along with Sam Smithness on the speakers. And we hear an engine revving, brum, brum. And then Wartish, a clearly sick yet unidentified motor, is slipped into first gear. And then bop, a massive car comes flying up the elevated ramp, does a sick jump, much like um, 
David Arquette and ready to rumble from the ramp into the ring and it wipes out all of QTV in one fell swoop. What? The likes of Action Andretti and Ray Phoenix who were also in the ring doing the rest at the time are able to get oh, out of the way. Oh, this is the Battle Royal. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, able yeah, to get yeah. out of the way because they, as I said earlier, they're very quick, they're very nimble, they can dodge, dive, dip, dive and dodge very quickly out of the way stuff. Following this attempted vehicular homicide, Powerhouse Hobbs goes on to win the match and becomes the new international champion. Quite frankly, a few of the lads in the match say, if you want it that much, pal, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Unfortunately, yeah. we never hear from QTV again. Oh, well, then it's a yes from me. But, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't mind QT being a crucial figure in AW in terms of the training. He's obviously a, an agent or whatever backstage. He's, he's an important man. Mm. Clearly, yeah, but taking television time but, yeah, yeah. To, for this self-wankatory bollocks... Oh, we find this funny backstage. Let's put it on TV for the entire world, taking away promo time from more captivating characters who would rather see. That's where it needs Tony, to end. Tony needs a trusted advisor who has the best intentions of the pr- the show at heart. Cody not the, Rhodes. Not the, well, <laughs> he would have been, ideally, the person who has entertainment first and foremost in his mind. But I feel like Tony gets pulled to and fro by too many people backstage and... If he thinks someone's cool, then he's more likely to put them on the show. Yeah. Just... So let's have powerhouse Hobbs. Or equally, if you don't want to have the car bit involved, just have him powerbomb them lot. No, no, no. no. We have the car. car. We have the car. In my mind, the car's... Like the, the mods that he's put on the car has his own face as the front of the oh, bonnet. Yeah. Oh. Like that thing from uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost movie, The Train. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. No. Oh, well, Lil Bow Wow was one of the characters in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, and his car is like the Incredible Hulk. Ah. I don't know, yeah. Wait, what weird. does it look like, the Hulk? It's Wait. green with like the Hulk's face on the front and oh, there's two okay. like fists coming out of it. No, there's not. It gets laughed at. It's not a serious car in the oh. Fast and Furious world. <laughs> Little, the car, there's like a... I say no, there's not. Now they're they're going into space and that, aren't uh, they? I yeah. don't know why there's a big the ro- Hulk car There's is. a rotating garage somewhere in Tokyo and the cars, you press your button and the car... A vending um, machine? Like yeah. A, well, no, your car is stored in All right. the bowels of the garage and then it rotates to your car and Lil Bow Wow's there showing the main character he's like here's my ride and he presses the button and his car comes out like one like really good car comes past and they're like this one no 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 just <laughs> no, you wait no, no. then the Hulk car comes and he's like hey, yeah and the main <laughs> character's like oh hell no <laughs> it's a great film um it's a yes from me. <laughs> and, and, and a yes from me as well. It's a big yes from me. Oh, maybe the Mac could be like the the, the AW video game with the blood. Yeah. I like that, how much blood there is when you... There is a lot of yeah. blood. We talked about that news today. Yeah, up, up the more, you know, up not realistic blood. video games. It's yeah. a video game. For yeah, video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a fantasy world. <laughs> a secondary realm. Mm. No, no, it is. <laughs> yes. Andrew. Yes. Um, so... Going from the darker tone of the last one, there is a bit of a ha- is a bit of a happier one now, and it's a basic one as well. So, um, I believe we've heard that the opening ceremony of the Owen Hart Tournament Cup is supposed to be happening at Double or Nothing. Really? I think so. Ooh. If I'm the correct, opening ceremony, I might be wrong. Yeah, the opening ceremony. I it can't be. It hundreds, can be. Hundreds of people like <laughs> Olympic opening ceremony. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Azerbaijan>. <laughs> Um, and and thinking about this, I wasn't too sure if that meant we'd see matches, but I believe there's already eight, nine matches on the card it's so not far. The fullest card we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so 
I was just thinking maybe we just do the brackets and we'll have a little bit of speculatory uh, fantasy booking, this, that, and the other. Um, so for the opening ceremony, we see last year's winners, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, make their way to the ring to announce who will be in both men's and women's brackets this year. However, this year, not only do the winners get to obtain the Owen Championship and honor the legacy of such a phenomenal wrestler, this year's the stakes, this year the stakes as well, because the winners also get a title shot of their choosing too. Uh, so we'll go to the men's qualifying bracket first. I was thinking, right, Jay White, okay, Powerhouse Hobbs, yeah. Bandido, mm. Action Andretti, mm. Swerve Strickland, mm. yeah. Keith Lee, yeah. Ricky Starks, yeah. and then the Joker, who was the standout for me last year, and a returning person this would be as well, Kyle O'Reilly, the mm. Canadian man. They're all good. <laughs> That's a good bracket. There's about the Canadian man. <laughs> there's about how many was there in total there? Uh, so because I went from like the brackets of the qualifiers because yeah. uh, right. prior to that there's still quite a few more. Uh, so we've got Jay White, Powerhouse Hobbs, Bandido, Action Andretti, Swerve, Keith, Ricky, and Kyle. I think about six of those eight I'd want to win. Actually, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of which is good because I f I can't remember if last time it felt a little bit. We sort of know how Dax is gonna it was going to... Yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> we knew how it was going to play out, I felt like. So maybe throwing a few there, I think it would be beneficial for all of them. And yeah. I'd like, and I've put Kyle O'Reilly as the winner too. Yeah, oh. I thought he should have won last one. I thought he... Because was, everyone was like, oh, Dax should win, but he likes Brett. Yeah. Kyle's Canadian. Yep. You know, he had... Yeah, I thought Kyle should have won. So I thought I thought he should have won because I bloody well like him. I even convinced myself that Joe was going to beat Cole in the final mm. just because he's bigger. I was like, wait, bigger than him? Yeah. He's going to win. Yeah. I, out that of that well. pool, I want Swerve to win and go on a like yeah. a that would be good as well. An though. Owen Hart tangent, like King of the Ring, but like a bit cooler, not yeah, as nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could really pull that off. Yeah. yeah, and then and then you know you there's a few little bits in there as well, sort of feuds wides with Jay White and uh, Ricky Starks, and then obviously Keith Lee and Swerve as well. There's bits and pieces for everyone to yeah, talk about. That. That's a good bracket. Thank you. So we we went to the women's qualifier bracket now. Uh, this one, I found this one a little bit harder to sort of think about. I put some of just who I would like to see back in this as well, okay. personally. So, women's qualifier bracket, we've got Tony Storm. Well, this is a qualifier bracket. So, as it was with the last one. So, in, okay, in terms right, of like... Yeah. Who's going to make who's, it? Yeah, yeah, who's going to make it, yeah. So, Tony Storm, mm -hmm. Serena Deeb, because fantastic wrestler, uh, Ruby Soho, Sky Blue, Julia Hart. I'd like to see Julia Hart oh. get a bit of a showcase in this thing. I've gone for Yuka Sakazaki as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be a big yes on, of this, course, on yeah. this, um, I was going to say podcast, on this channel. We'll go for uh, Abaddon as well. And then I've done the Joker, uh, Chris Statlander as well. Comes Ooh. back as well, a returning one. And I said that she wins it too. Uh, I know that's two Joker wins there. No, it's cool. It's fine. I'd quite like cool. to quite like to see. Are there Jokers in the Adam in the Adam yeah, Cole I, tournament? I in the Owen was, Hart tournament? I think there was last time. <laughs> okay. So yeah, going for Chris Statlander in this. Thirty one. yes from me. Thank you. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Did that finish at Forbidden Door last year? Then? Yeah, no, because Forbidden Door, no, because Adam Cole won the. Oh, he's in the four way. Wasn't oh, he, yeah. wasn't it? I think Double or Nothing last year was, was the it? finals. Yes. Okay. I believe ah. so. I might be wrong. I'm pretty I sure. I remember it was. it was a show with loads of other stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, my final pitch is the Blackjack Battle Royal. Um. Orange Cassidy's Battle Royal thing, blah, blah, blah. I've said, the winner is ultimately Pac. He is back. Here he is. Here I am, he says. I'm back, and I am now the international champion. Um, 
he wins the international title. Last eliminating, I've really put this, this given the previous pitches we've now heard, last eliminating, I don't know, someone impressive, Hobbs or someone. <laughs> so Hobbs has <laughs> flown in the ring on his car. Of course. Murdered the QTV stable, and then Pac's gone, oh, you go, Pac. I am the international champion. He's Matthew now as well for some reason. Um... He takes the belt all around. He defends it back in Dragon Gate because he was a former Dragon Gate champion. He defends it at Forbidden Door against... I couldn't think, so I just picked like a New Japan cruiser, uh, junior heavyweight earned for Hiromu Takahashi because I think the wacky Takahashi and the serious pack, mm. it's a match made in heaven. I don't like cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's, that's his promo before. <laughs> Um, I don't think he still does the cat thing. Maybe he should. He should bring that back. Been, oh, I don't know. Darryl. I've not been following it that closely recently. But if he doesn't, he should bring it back for this yeah. feud. Yeah. Um, Honey badgers me, pal. Um, <laughs> he defends it at the big North show at the Walker Dome. Ooh. North Wrestling have a big show at the Walker Dome because he is from Newcastle. Mm -hmm. And um, he would just get a huge reception, wouldn't yeah. he? Everyone would Absolutely. be like, well, I smoked Takia back in 2002. Yeah. And now I'm back to wrestle. I've learned that um, Ryan, one of our editors, is from Walker. He is. Yeah. He has to be the most handsome man uh -huh. ever to come up. No offense to anyone. No offense to anyone in the other room. No offense to anyone from Walker, but I couldn't believe it when I heard he was from there. <laughs> I'd have had him down for a Jesmond or a Gosford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so scrubbed, so so clean. <laughs> no offense to. Him. Oh. oh no! What have I done? Uh oh! Oh, they're gonna come for me. Um, after all that. Pac finally heads to All In at Wembley, and he defends it against Will Ospreay. Ooh. North versus South. The North wins. I've put Pac wins. Well, hey. <laughs> I've checked, and they've only had one singles match before, according to Cage Match, and it was a 30-minute draw at RevPro in 2019. Oh, I can't believe only one match. No know. way. That's pretty amazing. And it was a draw, so no one's won. So mm. Pac gets the win. Politics at play. That's why they've only wrestled once. Got to be. I, I'm, the, my only concern is that in Dan South, Osprey would be the favourite, but people will travel from all over to go to All In. So, oh, I'll yeah. be there. Yeah, so I reckon. <laughs> cheering for Pac if this was real. So I, I reckon that wouldn't be too much of an issue. I think Pac even might be the cheered one because we see him less. Yeah. yeah. He's not wrestled since March. No, I don't know where I he is. I can't remember if it... I think I heard that it was visa issues, but I'm not too sure. Oh. Well, this is in Wembley anyway. Yes, so. well, he's it's not in been, Wembley. He's not been spotted in Weatherspoons like he was during his last hiatus. No. <laughs> the 2017 hiatus he was spotted in Do you remember that time that Sami Zayn randomly just was at Central Station? Train Station. And right. people, th people thought he might be going to visit Pac. He probably was. Yeah. It was when Pac had just been released as well mm. from WWE, yeah. And just Sammy and a sign underneath him. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's cool. It's a yes for me. My only thing is that I I think that maybe at All In they'll do Osprey and Kenny. Oh. And rerun that one. However, oh, run it back. I wouldn't be opposed to a, <laughs> to a Will Osprey and uh, and pack tete a tete with the international title. So it's a yes from me, Jack. Yeah, thank you. I feel like it's fair that I just give it a no. Because I gave Andrews international title pitch a no because I've got so it's a clear, not what you've you've okay. got a clear yeah, vision. I've got a clear vision. Well, I'm looking forward is, to the. It's so obvious. I've ruined one of my pitches for that all out video, but there we go. Hopefully, you've forgotten by the time that video. I'm comes looking up. forward to it. The forbidden. It's door. Really simple. It involves oh, pack. Is it the all in? Is it, or is it pack wins? It's the all in pitches. That's it. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Aye. All right then. I just that's my clear vision. It makes sense though as well. <laughs> I feel like it is actually going to happen. Right then. Well, we'll look forward to that. I like it, but I just <laughs> feel like I give Andrew a no. So I've got to give you a no. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thank you both for being on this picture video with me. And thank you to you all for watching as well. 
why not leave your pictures in the comments section down below? There's loads of content this weekend because it's not just Double or Nothing, which we'll have WTF moments for and um, reactions for and what happened at for. But also, it's... Um, NXT! It's, no, it's not... <laughs> It's not, well, it is, but it, it's also night, night of Champions. <laughs> it's WWE Night of Champions as well, which we'll also be doing all those things for too. You'll be on the old uh, reactions for that. Yep, for the Night of Champions one with uh, with Adam, yep. And then there'll be two mystery Team AW presenters on for AW reactions and predictions mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Could it be? Who could it be? You'll find out in due course on this very channel. And thank you very much for watching. I've been Jack. This has been Andrew. This has been Ross. And we'll see you. Thank you to Joel as well. Uh, thank you Thanks, last Joel. time. So I've got to thank you again. Joel thank gets you. nail that yes. thumbnail, Joel. You, no Joel. pressure. <laughs> and we'll see you very soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.